0: Welcome to Becoming Your Best with Jenny Lytle, RN. I believe that we are all made with unique gifts, talents, and desires, and that comparing ourselves to others only leads to frustration and wasted time. Join me on a journey to becoming the best you you can be. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming Your Best with Jenny Lytle, RN podcast. This is podcast episode 22, Seven Simple Steps for a Clean Home Fast. This week, we're going to talk about something that you may not really think of as related to self-care. And the degree to which it affects you may vary, but we're all impacted by it to some extent. It's our physical space. Issues with our physical space can lead to increased stress, decreased motivation, wasted money, lost sleep, bills that are late, overdue library books, school papers not turned in on time, always feeling behind and so much more. And how our environment looks and feels to us can help or hinder our mood and our goals. The visual and physical messes and the feelings that that can bring up can be dramatic. When we have piles on our desks or on our countertops or just general clutter, it can definitely increase our stress and decrease our motivation because it can feel very overwhelming. And it can make us feel like we're failing especially if we're already stressed. Of course, that can then impact us in other dimensions of our lives. For example, if the kitchen is dirty, we're less likely to cook a healthy meal or go to the grocery store for fresh produce. Instead, we likely eat something that we have laying around that maybe isn't the best choice, or we get takeout, which might not be ideal for our budget or for our health. And I'm not always the biggest fan of cooking, but I am much more motivated to do so when I'm starting off with a clean kitchen. Now, moving on to time, we waste so much time hunting for things that get lost in the clutter. Have you ever felt the frustration of looking for a favorite shirt or a pair of pants and then realizing that they haven't been washed? Or maybe they're laying in a pile somewhere wrinkled because I know that for some of you, maybe washing the clothes isn't such a big deal, but you hate to fold them or put them up. And if you're like so many women, myself included, who sometimes feel like there is no way to get or stay caught up on housework, check this out. I tried to sell my husband on the idea of hiring a housekeeper to come in and clean regularly. My thought was, there are people who do that for a living and who are going to do it much better and more efficiently than I am, and why not spend my time doing things that I'm more gifted at? He was not really on board with that. So instead, we agreed to go back to our previous system that had worked pretty well. We're going back to Fly Lady. Now, if you're not familiar with Fly Lady, you can check her out at flylady.net. And some of the stuff may be a little bit corny, but it really changed my life years ago. Flying stands for finally loving yourself and when I first discovered her I didn't necessarily see it that way but now I believe that taking care of yourself and your home is an act of loving yourself and your family. She focuses on routines and talks about a weekly home blessing instead of weekly cleaning. The activities are the same but the mindset is different and that can make it feel different. Her program walks through baby steps, which are simple things that we can do that enable us to add them in gradually and form a good routine. Honestly, when I first started doing it, I didn't really grasp the routine part, and I thought of it more of a checklist. And here's what I figured out, though. The checklist, yes, it's nice because you have all of those things that you want to do, but then you're still going back and forth and consulting the checklist and making sure you've done everything. With a routine, however, you do step one, then step two, step three, and step four. And the point of all of that is not only to get the things done, but eventually you come to a point where you can get the job done without much thought. It becomes very automatic. Not only does that allow you to get it done in less time, but it frees up so much mental space. There are not a lot of decisions to make. You don't have to decide, okay, which thing do I want to do first? Instead, you know, I do this, and I do this, and then I do this. And you likely have some things at home or at work that you do routinely on at least most days, but think about other things that you can sort of automate. Yes, you're still doing them, but you don't have to put as much thought into it beforehand. You just do it. My stepmom is a great example of this. There are things that she just automatically does that she doesn't even realize that she does. Her house is always, and I mean always, company ready. Clean, no mess, no dust, but very comfortable and inviting. And she's retired now, but even when she was working full-time and was very involved with church and other activities, they always still had time to visit with people and go and do things and just relax and enjoy themselves. And I think that most of that can be attributed to the routines that she had in place. Things that were so automatic to her that she didn't even realize she was doing them. And also, a very small amount of time was spent on TV and social media, but that's another subject. So getting back to daily routines, they can all be modified to fit your own needs and life stage. And this is something that I'm still working on myself because my life has been very different with being out of town and working nights and so on. But by the time you hear this, I will be back home and implementing my routine. And part of that is going to be focusing on what I want my mornings to look like. I believe that's part of what needs to fit into your plan for having a space that you can be comfortable in. What do you want your days to look like? Or what do your days currently look like? There are some things that are likely non-negotiable, such as if you work outside your home or if you have kids that are in school. There are certain times that can't change. But if you are someone who is retired or works for yourself or has some flexibility with your schedule, then this can be both a blessing and a curse. Thinking of all the parts of your schedule and whether you can change them or not, what do you want your days to look like? At first, it may feel like you don't have time to do anything different and that's why things have gotten out of control. But stick with me. I think we can start implementing some small changes. So for a sample morning routine, um, let's say step one is getting yourself ready. So Fly Lady suggests that when you first wake up, you get showered, if you bathe in the morning, and then dress, brush your teeth, put on your makeup, whatever it is that you do to get ready for the day. And also a must for her is you put on lace-up shoes. Now, if you're someone that doesn't normally wear shoes in the house, then she even recommends getting a separate pair of shoes to wear only in the house. Her thought is that when you have shoes on your feet, it tells your mind it's time to get to work. And while I understand that, and for some people, I feel like it does make a difference, for me personally, I love to be barefoot. I'm just really not much of a shoe person in general. For me, just being up and dressed and ready to walk out the door, except for putting my shoes on, feels close enough to the same thing. Now note, if you are someone that works out first thing in the morning, then just start with this one as number two. So, number two, or three, bless the bathroom. Do a quick wipe down of your sink and toilet. The swish and swipe, it doesn't have to be elaborate. Just use a little bit of leftover soap or multi-purpose cleaner in the bottom of your toilet brush. Now, of course, this is only if you don't have um, small children that might be getting into that. Um, you know, it, But if not, you could use a little bit of soap in there. Now, you just do a quick toilet swish. You don't have to break out the toilet bowl cleaner and do a really deep clean. It's just a quick once a day thing. And if you're doing this, you'll discover that your toilet actually stays clean. Then you can use a microfiber cloth to quickly wipe down your sink. Total, this all takes about one minute, but it keeps your bathroom looking and feeling so much better. Third, have some water, coffee, breakfast, vitamins, whatever it is that you need to do for your body. And if you're not a breakfast eater, no worries. It's not a magical meal, even if you've been told it's the most important meal of the day. You know whether you're hungry or not, or if you have meds that need to be taken with food. Do whatever you need to do for yourself. Four, I like to journal first thing in the morning. I don't always do it, but when I do, my mind feels calmer, I feel more focused and more productive, and I often come up with great ideas or solutions to problems that I've been working on. And I use a couple of different journaling systems, but the most important thing is to do it, even if it's just for a few minutes, and preferably to write it by hand. Five, check the laundry. Another thing that she recommends is doing a load of laundry a day. And I know that some people love this approach and others not so much. I did at least one load per day when my kids were younger and there were more of them in the house. But now I sometimes do two or three loads in one day and then wait a few days. It really just kind of depends on my schedule and what we need. But I believe the most important thing is completing the load in one day. Washing it, drying it, hanging or folding it, and putting it away instead of it being a several day process. I cannot count the number of loads I've had to rewash because of them sitting in the washer too long or the times that I've retumbled my clothes because they're wrinkled from sitting in the dryer. So figure out when the best time of day for you to do a load is. Can you do it in the morning and get it completed? Or do the evenings work best for you? Number six, check your calendar. What's on your schedule for today? This allows you to plan ahead for your appointments and for dinner. Um, What will you be having? Menu planning is one of the first things that I come back to when life starts to feel out of control or too hectic. I can avoid the dreaded what's for dinner question. That is my least favorite question. And extra trips to the grocery store with just a little bit of planning ahead. Number seven, empty the dishwasher. I never understood people who hated to empty the dishwasher. I've only had one for about 10 years, and I used to think if I didn't have to wash and dry them all by hand, just putting them away would be a joy. Well, I was wrong. I get it now, but I also know that it takes two minutes or less to do, and by doing that, we can all put our dirty dishes right into the dishwasher instead of piling them in the sink, where then we have to, one, look at them, and two, pick them up later when they're likely to be wet and gross to put them in there. Just take the two minutes and take care of it, and you'll feel better. Now, if you don't have a dishwasher, as we didn't for a bit recently while ours was getting replaced, it will take you a bit more time, but you can get caught up and stay caught up. She's got a lesson for that too. More about it in a minute. Now, you can check out the link to Fly Lady's morning routine in the show notes, but make sure that you're putting something in place that feels right for you and your life at this time, and you can always readjust if needed. If you're feeling overwhelmed by your home, start with the shiny sink. One of the things that stood out to me when I first started with Flylady was the concept of the shiny sink. And I didn't completely understand it, but I knew that the way I was handling things was not going well. So I decided to try something different and listen to what she said. And I'm going to link the complete instructions in the show notes as well. But basically, you get all of the dirty dishes out of the sink, And you clean the sink and get it looking great. Then you wash and put away all of your dishes. And just having that space clean and clear can bring a sense of peace and hope when you see that that area can be managed. And then that can inspire you to move on to other areas. And once you have it done, make it a goal to shine your sink every night. If cleaning isn't really your issue, but you feel like clutter is, then I'd recommend starting with the area that bothers you the most. Or, if that feels overwhelming, start with a small area and get it under control. Having that sense of accomplishment can give you the desire to make more progress. And stay tuned next week for more on clutter. But in the meantime, here are a few tips. Taking care of hot spots, which is how Fly Lady refers to those areas in our home, where it seems like you lay one thing down and the next time you come back, there are 20 things in that same place. It's those little clutter areas that we all have. You may have many of these or only a couple, but getting those hot spots under control can be a game changer. A simple exercise is to walk into your house and imagine that you're a realtor or someone that hasn't been there in a long time and just look at the things you see first. And it may be that there's things that you don't even really notice because they've been there so long. Now, for us, we definitely have a couple of hot spots or clutter areas. And one of them is our kitchen table where my husband loves to pile all of his stuff. Now, part of that is because we haven't been eating at the table much because of our schedules. And part of it is because he really doesn't have a lot of other space. And there's a variety of reasons for it, but it can be easy not to notice it, especially if you're my husband. But it's the first thing you see when you walk in the door. Well, okay, I take that back. It's not actually the first thing you see. The first thing is probably our cat's food, which is on a towel right inside the door in the living room. And it's there because that's where he likes to be. Last summer, he had a stroke and he wasn't able to stand up well on the kitchen floor. So we moved him into the living room since there's carpet and he wouldn't slide. And he seems to enjoy being in there in the middle of the action, so to speak. And so that's where it stayed. He's almost 18 years old and he's kind of spoiled. And moving his food is not something that I'm willing to do. However, my husband's piles and a couple of areas where I tend to let things pile up, I am more than ready to get under control. The point is, as you work through this, make sure that you are taking your values and lifestyle into consideration. If you have a little one who's crawling or walking all over your house or have pets that are in and out, then you may need to sweep or mop on a daily basis, whereas someone who lives alone may not need to do it that often. And to keep your home clean without feeling like you're always cleaning, there is a weekly home blessing that involves a series of seven things that are done imperfectly. Dust, vacuum, mop, change the sheets, clean the mirrors and doors, get rid of old newspapers, magazines, and catalogs, and empty all of the trash cans. Now that may sound like a lot, but it takes an hour. And I'm going to have more info in the show notes where you can link to uh, fly lady's detailed description of that but i know that the thought of cleaning your house in an hour or doing those things imperfectly may be difficult for some of you and there may be times when you end up digging in a little more but the reality is that doing these things and setting your timer for 10 minutes for each task can actually make it kind of fun for example if you're vacuuming you set the timer for 10 minutes you start and you vacuum the middles of the rooms You're not pulling out furniture or doing a deep clean. You're just getting things better than they were before. Now, depending on the size of your home, you may be thinking, I can't do all of that in just 10 minutes. And that may be right. And if that's the case, you just do what you can. And then next week, you start in the areas that you didn't get to. And the point of this is sometimes we feel so overwhelmed or feel like something is going to take so much time. And then we end up thinking, well, I don't have time to do it now, but maybe I'll do it later. And how often does doing it later or doing it tomorrow turn into a month of no vacuuming, or in my case, dusting? Dusting is my least favorite thing to do and probably always will be. And part of that's related to clutter, but that's a topic for another day. Now, if you're someone that is incredibly booked up and you feel like you legitimately do not have an hour, it can also be broken up into different days. So maybe that looks like, one thing each morning before you go to work or doing it after work or maybe it's getting the family involved which is our plan for when i come home we have four adults in my house me my husband and two kids so there's no reason why only one of us should be doing everything and even when the kids were young they knew how to help out with these things although they didn't often do it without prompting in conclusion one of the most important things that i have learned from my whole fly lady experience was that we often feel like we don't have time to do it right And because of that, we end up not doing anything at all. If you think of it as a blessing to your home or your family or yourself, it just feels different. Done is better than perfect. What is one action that you can take today that will move you toward more peace in your physical space? Make sure to tune in next week for tips on conquering clutter. Now, if you're someone that starts a new habit with excitement, but then loses motivation before you get the results you're looking for, my upcoming membership community will be perfect for you. It will incorporate live coaching sessions, support and accountability for habit change, and fitting joy and meaning into your schedule, even if it's jam-packed already. Be one of the first to find out more about becoming a founding member and locking in at the introductory rate of less than $5 a week by checking out the link in the show notes. Until next time, take a deep breath or two and never stop becoming the best version of you. Disclaimer. Although I am a registered nurse, the medical and health information contained in this podcast is provided for general information and educational purposes only, and is not a substitute for professional advice. Accordingly, before taking any actions based upon such information, I encourage you to consult with appropriate professionals. I do not provide any specific medical or health advice, and the use of or reliance on any information contained in this podcast is solely at your own risk.